thanks. That's all for today. Thanks, 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 that's all for today. Thank you, that's all for today. Thanks, that's all for today. Thanks, that's all for today. Thanks. That's all for today. Hello, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good day, bonjour, bonsoir. Wherever you're listening to this, whatever time of day, hello. Welcome back to Thanks That's All For Today, a podcast hosted by me, Harriet Mullen. I hope you enjoyed season three. I mean, episode two. That's what I meant to say. I hope you enjoyed episode two with the incredible Lisa Marie Holmes. Now, speaking of incredible guests, are you ready for episode three? This week, I get to sit down and chat to an actress who's currently touring the UK on an arena tour. How amazing. So without further ado, here's episode three with the amazing and ever so lovely Sean Gentle Green. Did you hear that recording? I did. Oh, that's new. I thought it was you and I was like, oh, wow. She's bringing out the accents today. Listen, I'm a voice actor as well. No, I'm joking. Excellent. Right. Each game is going to be in a different accent for you today, Sean. Oh, stop. Ah, I'm leaving. (laughs) Hi, everyone, and welcome back to season three of Thanks, That's All for Today, a podcast hosted by me, Harriet Mullen. And today is a glorious day. The sun is shining and I have the beautiful Sean Gentle Green with me today looking radiant. I have to say you are looking beautiful she's got the backdrop her hair's looking gorgeous we've got we've got a great earring and uh, I had to point out that the burlesque picture behind me in my room that I'm recording in it's not me Sean I'm sorry to disappoint it's Marilyn Monroe it's okay but it's okay because even if it was you Harriet I literally would be like she's serving and she loves herself yeah she's got a semi-naked picture of herself in her room Wonderful. So uh, let me do your little intro for you. I've done my homework as best as I could, uh, but feel free to throw in any other credits uh, that you would like to. So Sean and I, I'll start with your uh, anecdote, which I don't normally do, but I just think it's nice to mention. We're both represented by TTA and uh, we actually haven't met in real life which we can't believe. No, yeah. I can't believe it. I feel like I know you. No, right. weird, isn't it? No, I, I and I can't wait till the day that we do. No, I know. I I can't believe I can't believe we haven't. But I feel like the great thing about social media is that you kind of feel like you know somebody. I feel like I know you, even though yeah, I don't. No, it's, it's so true. It's so true. And you know, grateful for social media for that sense. Mm. Like it's it's so lovely to see people that you haven't even met but just progress and see how they Mm. how they grow it's so lovely definitely because I was just saying to Sean before we started recording this podcast that I knew of her because of how well she was doing in the industry I was just hearing this name and I was like I've got to find out who this girl is but it's no it's new to me by the way like this is new to me (laughs) I'm literally just like prodding along like someone hire me (laughs) Isn't that so nice that, that, that is. like, when you hear that from somebody else? Because I think we give each other such, not give each other, we give ourselves such mm-hmm. a hard time. And it's not until yeah. somebody else goes, oh, like, you look like you're doing so well that you go, oh, actually, 
yeah I have done that oh absolutely absolutely I think something that happens especially when you're in the industry is that you have like big imposter syndrome like Mm. that's why before I even we even started recording I was like I don't know if I should even be on this podcast like I feel like I've not like done anything you know but I actually when when we listening to one of your episodes someone said I think actually I think it was you you said something like you know it's so interesting to see um people's journeys because everybody's journey is so Mm. different and I was like had to be like that's so true like everybody's journey in this industry mm. is not the same it's so individual so you know I can definitely take that away you know and you yeah. have done so well let's talk about your credits so uh, Sean is a fantastic performer beautiful voice brilliant brilliant performer I can't wait to actually come and see you in a show um you have done I've known you from your dirty dancing days how many times have you done that tour because they've asked you back quite a few times haven't they yes so I started it in 2018 did a 2018 2019 tour mm. and then literally at the beginning of 2020 we did the European tour Mm. but that was literally just before the pandemic hit so we literally did one show in Germany and then we had to leave so yeah yeah we literally did the one show and then Germany went into lockdown so we had to go we had to we had to get back to the UK as fast as we could oh my goodness that is so unfair one show I know. Did I you know. know on the night that was going to be one show and done? Or I, I had suspected because I had a friend who was doing a tour in France mm. and, and she was literally just like the day before, she was literally just like, France is locked down, we have to go. So I was like it's only about time for us and I was I was like guys I'm, I'm not holding my breath like I yeah. think it's probably gonna happen which is such a shame because you know like Germany was so beautiful yeah. and we did get to explore a bit um but I would have loved to have gone to France because I've never been to France so oh. yeah oh yeah. my god that would be amazing I hope they bring it back I hope they do yeah oh fingers crossed, fingers, fingers crossed. crossed I've got everything yeah. crossed because just amazing that you get paid to travel <laughs> it's just absolutely, brilliant absolutely and I don't think I would get the chance to you know do that any other time you know no. like so oh yeah I would love to I would well love fingers to crossed that. that that is that is coming back what mm-hmm. a great show fantastic yeah. and uh you've done screen work as well not just stage talk to me about electric silence and door are they both short films are they tv what what are they because mm. you had a, you so- had a, a leading role didn't you so yeah, for Door, it was a short film um, and that was done with um, a friend of mine, Adam Cottle, and um, that was just yeah, a brief short film. And then uh, we ended up doing a feature film. Oh my gosh, we started filming in about like two, 2019. And yeah, it's it's like really crazy, like sci-fi drama. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so oh, it's it's great. And the, the thing is, the character I play, Dina, um, she is completely like unlike me. She's very cold. She's very like harsh and mm. and stuff like that so I'm I was really and I'm I'm not too familiar with um screen I've not really done much like um camera and and film stuff mm. so those two things were my big like introduction to to that and when I tell you I learned so 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 much from that experience oh so so amazing so yeah those are those amazing my yeah. it is so different isn't it I think people think if you can do stage, you can do screen and vice versa and TV and adverts. And the adverts are just completely different from TV and voiceover. And, and, you know, there's so many different layers to being able to be a great actor. But brilliant that you've been able to 
to go from one to the other because we get put in a box so you've done dirty dancing uk tour you are this kind of a performer you exactly. can't do screen and it's it's so unfair because we totally yeah. can why couldn't you yeah you know be Absolutely. a great dancer and a great actor i love to see that and also most recently i mean i uh, was living for all your announcements i was like oh my god yes girl she's working <laughs> Honey, she is working down the hatch. And my favourite credit I think I've ever seen on somebody's uh, CV, the LOL Surprise Live VIP Party UK Tour. When I tell you this, oh this current young generation is obsessed with LOL. Listen, I didn't even realise. Oh. And then I, when I saw how big it is, it's oh huge. my gosh, it's massive. It's massive. And I literally, whilst like, because um, I've had this month off, I've been like working, I've been um, doing um, teaching assisting. Mm. And I've literally seen it everywhere I go. <laughs> Pencil cases, watch. bags, watch. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's, it's insane. I didn't realise. It's huge. It's huge. All of my kids, when I ask them like what they got for their birthday, the best present is, I don't know what it is about these stickers, but apparently the LOL stickers are wow. like elite. You know, do you remember stickers were just like elite? Yeah. Like, oh gosh, <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Dope. LOL is massive. So big, yeah, I didn't realise. And then so like being a part of it, oh my gosh, it's literally insane. Every single time that I think about it, I'm like six-year-old Sean would literally be like mm. screaming yeah. right now. She would be like, who would have thought? Yeah. This is insane. It's amazing. Yeah. And and what does the tour entail? Are you in arenas? Are you in massive places? Are you in theatres? Yeah, it's it's in arenas so far. Wow. Um, and we go into well, we get started back again um this Sunday. So um, yeah, it'll be a, a, an arena tour. Oh my gosh, it hasn't hit me still. Mm. I, like it's just so surreal. I can't believe it. I, I can't even imagine. I mean, arena, you just don't get bigger than that. Like, to no. just be there anyway when you go and watch something at an arena is exciting. Yes. But to see how, like, the backstage works, like, where you get ready. Yeah. The, I mean, yeah. and the level of theatre that is required for an arena is just massive and production. Yes. So are you is. are you dancing, singing? What what is What does the role entail? Yeah, I'm doing all of the things. Um, yeah. singing, I'm doing the singing, the dancing, the acting, the um, moving of props, uh, <laughs> the interacting. Mm. Um, it is going to be quite full on, but man, oh man, how I'm excited. <laughs> it's like, the, it's honestly, when I, I even remember seeing it on um, Spotlight and I thought, like that would be amazing because I've got friends that have done Paw Patrol arena tour. Oh yes, and yes. they're a massive thing as well. Like it's just yeah. off the scale. So I can imagine the atmosphere. It will be absolutely amazing. Before we move on, let's just have a quick chat about training. So you were mm. at Bath Spa Uni. Uh, mm -hmm. Were you there for three years? So I I did two years because my even though I was at Bath Spa University, it was with a collaboration with like Western Super Western College. So mm. I was studying in Western Supermare, and I did yeah. um, a musical theatre foundation degree. And I only I only did the two years, and then I was like, actually, I think I'm gonna go because I I don't know for me I preferred being in London. Like yeah. I had my space, I had that time and then I was like actually I think if I really want to pursue this and I think I need to go back to London so I went back and um, literally was just like I'll say yes to anything and everything when it comes yeah. to professional work so I literally just threw myself out there wow 
Oh mm. my gosh, amazing. So I think that is so important to talk about because yeah, yeah. Because there's so many, so many of us sort of follow the, you know, school A levels or college, then uni, mm. and you sort of get pushed into that direction. Then you have an agent showcase or you have A and R come and watch. I, I feel like for me it was like, oh, I've been told what to do for a very long time. Mm. What do I do now? Yeah. Um, and it took me sort of six months, I think, to sort of go. I need to go to London and push myself. But mm. to have that sort of drive, I think that's amazing. Oh, thank you. That's so yeah, nice that, to say. No, it is. I think it's amazing because it's just using your initiative. And, and actually, probably you would have learned a lot more doing that than maybe oh, another gosh. year at uni. Oh, yeah. I think um, if it wasn't for, and literally, like I said, I was literally saying yes to anything. I didn't care how small the mm-hmm. thing or how big it was. Like my first like job I got was actually a panto that year that I left and um but it wasn't like it wasn't even the main role it was I was just a supernumerary but Mm -hmm. I think that like you get to know people you get to see people and then like things just like come along and I was just like yeah I'll take that yeah I'll do this and um even though like they may not have been paid but I was getting so much experience just Mm -hmm. being on stage and working with people um and, and not even just like stage work I would also like do cabaret nights and like sing and yeah. stuff so I was literally just like I will do anything and everything all I all I knew was that I just yeah. wanted to be on stage that's all that's I knew. incredible that's so yeah. that's just so great it's such an organic way to train as well within the industry thank you I mean I still feel like again that imposter syndrome literally comes back all the time because I remember being in uni and like I didn't even know like anything about musical theatre it was really like a really like last minute decision me going (laughs) into it because I had always done like music that's what I studied when I was in school but I was just like I just want to be on the stage so I'll go to do musical theatre and you know (laughs) it's a funny story I remember like there must have been a previous year they were like putting on the show and then someone was just like oh yeah are you gonna go to the matinee and I was just like what's a matinee and I was (laughs) in uni because I never really went to the theatre when I was younger like because for me like I couldn't go like all the all the time it was quite mm. expensive and still yeah. is sometimes you know mm. so like I was like I'm I'm so new to it so yeah. I literally it was just like learning as I was going along really I think that that's I think that's brilliant and also just just shows how much of a, a love and a passion you have for being on stage you oh, know whatever goodness. role you just want to be in, involved yeah absolutely brilliant. yeah, yeah get yourself really immersed in it Right, let's play a game. Go on then. Play a game. Right, so this game is called uh, Audition Styles. There are no right or wrong answers. There's no buzzer if you get anything wrong. And uh, (laughs) I won't end the call, but I will be judging you. Can you actually get a buzzer? (laughs) That would be great. Uh, um, (laughs) Sorry, could you? I'm going to ask you that question again. Yeah. You could change your answer so that I agree with you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, it's so interesting. So uh, I love hearing other people's answers for this. Okay, let's start with the first one. In an audition, do you prefer... Sorry, I'm I'm moving around because... Oh, that's all right. The light was right in my face. It's so sunny. It's so sunny. It is. Oh, Don't I look like I'm in heaven? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I look like. I look like... It's true, yeah. I looked holy. Um. Okay, never thought I would say I look holy, but anyway. Get it, Queen. Here we go. Panel versus one-to-one. 
Mm, I think it depends. Because I, when I did have a one-to-one, it was really nice. I felt it felt quite relaxing actually. It felt mm. like there was no pressure, and it was yeah. like, oh, we can like work on this a bit, and like I can get the specifics of like what they actually want, which was quite nice. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna say one-to-one. One-to-one, fabulous. Mm. Group versus solo audition. <sighs> solo solo I think something that I do is that I'm literally constantly looking at other people which I know that you shouldn't do but like I'm literally just like did I get it right was that yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh. probably yeah I think solo <laughs> I hate a group audition I say in all my podcasts I no no thanks never never ever <laughs> so scary um 16 bars versus full song hmm I think I think 16 bars I think I like that little like sweet spot and I feel like there's like a, a, a little bit of like less pressure yeah I think 16 bars for me mm. and less rehearsal time as well I mean just literally yeah. like done within <laughs> like 20 seconds yeah um, absolutely have you got any tips for how to choose a good 16 bar cut I'm genuinely interested Mm, um for me I think also it's really good if you know yourself and your voice and what you're capable of doing because I for me uh I know when where well I try and fit listen to where I think I sound the best um I was always told you know like go for like either the belty part or where you can like show your range Mm. um so I I would I do try and do that but also I feel like where there can be a bit more like character development as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I try and listen to myself and where, I, where it feels comfortable. And then as soon as like, I'm like, okay, this is a good part of my voice where I'm comfortable and I'm able to show off my range, then I'll select that section. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really good advice. Really good advice. Because you, you always want to be able to show off, don't you, within such a short mm. space of time. But you yeah. don't sort of just want to come in with, and I. Exactly. <laughs> you don't want to be already at 10. <laughs> happened to me don't before. make me. Yeah. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> that was so beautiful. I'm, I'm Thank really, you. I'm I'm really impressed with our, our vocals there. I mean, me wow. Wow, TTA will be so proud. I think so. <laughs> uh, okay, you're an all-rounder. So what do you prefer, acting, dancing, or a singing call? Singing, always. What order um, would you say? What, in terms of like all three? Yeah, if I was to say you've got to sing, dance, and act today, what order would you like them in? Oh, okay, then... Um... I think maybe I'll do dance first just because it warms up your voice and I can get it over and done with because that's like my least favorite. Yeah. So I'm like dance first, maybe I'll get cut. But say if they did give me all three in the day, then maybe mm. dance first, singing, so then it's warmed up my voice and then acting, I think. Um, but if like, if we can just take out the dance. Just yeah. Um, <laughs> but and if it was just the singing, the singing and acting, that's great with me. Mm. <laughs> I agree. Well, you've made yeah. it through the round because I agree with all your answers. So there oh, we go. Yes, no there buzzer. There we go. Today. No buzzer. You're, you're <laughs> safe. You're safe.
so let's go to a little bit of a story time now. I would love to know what inspired you to pursue a career in theatre or performing. I think, oh, this is such a good question. Auditorily, if that's even a word, like I just loved listening to music and um, I could pick up things quite easily Mm. um, in terms of just like sounds. Like I'm very good at like recognizing sounds and recognizing songs like very quickly. And then um, I would just like, I would just sing like all the time. And, you know, like you do like your extra like drama clubs and yeah. like, I, I did drama club, I did guitar lessons. Like I just wanted to be like immersed in music all the time. And I think when I felt like I could actually take it seriously it was probably when I was in secondary school because I did music GCSE and then um, I would like perform in like my assemblies and, and stuff like that. And I just really loved yeah, being on stage and feeling that energy that was mm. just like something that was amazing to me and I and kind of like you I did like extracurricular like um like drama clubs like on Saturdays and it was like you did singing dancing and acting and I just I just loved that experience mm. and I, I was just like if I could do this forever yeah. I, I would and I and I want to and I just feel like I shouldn't and this is for everyone as well like you shouldn't limit yourself I think that you should if you really want to do something then go for it like you only you only have this like one like sorry I'm turning to Oprah no I'm loving it like you only have this like one lifetime and for me I was just like I really want to do something that I enjoy and yeah so I just was like I'm going to try my best and like pursue this and I think everybody you know should do the thing that they love definitely Definitely. I I heard this saying the other day and it said, you have two lives. Your second life begins when you realize you only have one. Mm. And I was, I was like, whoa. <laughs> but I, I agree with you. I think that's so lovely that it's so organic with you that you are, you basically have been inspired and have pursued your career from the way that it feels for you on stage. That's amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I think something that also happens, and I think that we're also told constantly, you're talking about age is that like, we feel like, you know, we had to do it like instantly and now and like yeah. get straight into it. Cause otherwise like the older you get, like the less opportunity. And I just feel like that is so, can, can you swear in this? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Bullshit. It's bullshit. bullshit. I feel like <laughs> it is like, I just feel like, like there's no time limit I mm. think that like you just have to continue to do what you that what you love and mm. um I think there are times where you know the work is gonna be some people will have to work harder than others you know like because the theatre can be quite like very classist and very mm-hmm. um stereotypical and can be racist in some parts yeah. as well so there can be a lot of like extra hard work that you have to do but there's nothing that says that you absolutely can't do it I know that yeah. that it, it will be a, a struggle and will be harder for some but I think that you know you've got this you know and I think that's why it's really important to hear everybody's stories yeah. are you finding that things are getting better with castings how are you how are you finding the casting breakdowns are you noticing any sort of change at all mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um I have no I have no sister if you don't mind me asking no 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 no. I love this is no I love talking about this um 
no, I think that there has there has been a change and I think we're slowly getting there. But I do think that we have a lot more work to do. Mm. I think that sometimes and especially after 2020, where, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement got like such a big like push and like with George mm. Floyd and everything. I think there can be a mistake where things turn tokenistic. And that's where I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't, that's not what we want. We actually want true representation. We yeah. don't want it just to be because like, oh, this bad thing happened here. Look, there's a black person or we can do this, you know, and Mm. it's important to be seen. And, you know, that's something that I think uh, when I was studying, like gave me a lot of anxiety because I was the only like brown person on my course and woman of color on my course. And so I, I think that also, you know, pushed me a bit to actually leave uni as well because okay, yeah. I think that it was just um yeah I, I I was I was always told you know you had to play this type of role you had to play that type of role and you know that's not how it is and I think now being in the industry a bit more like I, there is a bit more freedom but I do and I think also because I'm mixed race as well there mm. is this also this play of like um there's this internal conflict where I will get put up for roles where they may be asking for a black person um, and then I may get that role but then there's an internal conflict within me because I'm like have I just taken a role from a black person Um, and and sometimes I'm like I'm digestible enough for a white audience because I'm lighter skin there's just this constant battle constantly within representation because for me if I if I if able to I would prefer I, I just really believe in true representation and I would prefer if that role was to go to a, a black person because unfortunately dark-skinned black women or dark-skinned black people are not getting represented as much as they should be and not even just that but like the Asian community is like hardly represented in the yeah. theatre industry I believe it's something like about three percent of like theatre shows or something like that which is ridiculous ridiculous so I, I think I think the, that we are moving in the direction of being seen because I've seen a few like musicals coming out, but I hope that it's done with the right intention. I yes. hope that it's done because these stories need to be told, not because like we need to tick a box. And it's and it's not like we don't have the resources or like the no, money. No, or the talent. Even <laughs> all the people. Yeah, exactly. All the people. Like there is so many people out there that want to do this for a living. Give those, give them the chance. Give them the yeah. opportunity. I can let me tell you a story. Like when I went into uni, um, I was getting told like you know like you had to play this kind of role. You had to be that kind of role. And you know, and especially me being so new in theatre, I was kind of like, I don't know how I feel about this. Mm. And then I remember when Hamilton came out, Hamilton came out whilst I was studying Mm. and it just changed the whole game for me because yes, for me, I was like, these people were hired and cast because they were talented because of their like actual like gifts. And Mm. you know, how ironic that all these people are playing straight white men who built the like America how (laughs) ironic so I was like that's just such like a big like backstab and but it just shows potential like we could have done this years ago this could have been happening ages ago so there's just no excuse anymore you Mm. know no absolutely not oh my god I would love to see you in Hamilton by the way that's my dream role I I have two like I would love to see you would you love to be Angelica I no, I actually really want to be Mariah Reynolds slash Peggy. That's 
I really want no, that. Oh my gosh. What an amazing track. No, I just, I could just see you being a fabulous, to be honest, any of the, any of the sisters, <laughs> but I, I could see you being an amazing Angelica. Oh, yeah. What that's a great just... track. Such a fun song to sing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would, that would, yeah. That's my dream role, as well as like, because obviously Prince of Egypt has just come out. And Prince of yes. Egypt is like my favorite movie of all time, like <gasps> of all time. So when I saw that it was coming to the West End, I was like, hello. Hello. Oh my gosh. Yes. You'd be incredible. Hi. Oh, I, I'm putting it out to the atmosphere Prince of Egypt and Hamilton. My gosh. My Please gosh. get in touch. But also, like, in terms of true representation, like, please hire, like, you know, appropriate people, because obviously I know that I'm, like, Black mixed race, so it's okay if you don't. I'd love to see you in a show. I can't, I, we need to meet, first of all. I agree, Harriet, <laughs> I agree. I'll go into see LOL and we'll, we'll go for cocktails. Yes. Amazing. So we're going to play another game now called Rituals. So rituals are just basically about any superstitions, any things that you do beforehand, after Mm. whatever in the uh, audition room or travel plans, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just really, really nosy, basically. Um, So there's five questions. The first one is, who do you call after your audition, if anybody? my mom every single time shout like, out to mums. right away as as yeah shout out to the mums out there yeah. <laughs> um like i literally like as soon as i step out of the room i'm literally just like hi mom i just did my audition oh yeah, yeah every single time yeah amazing is she good with advice mums are great aren't they or is she very calming <laughs> president president she, <laughs> present she is a calming president she's <laughs> the best president i've seen no she no she is she's such a calming i think um she's like we're both like not like we're not really grown up in the theater industry yeah. we just love it so much and so whenever I am calling it there's still a bit of like disconnect but she's just like there to support and it's literally yeah. just like how did it go like oh it's okay how do you feel about it and like you know it's just like there with like the good vibes and good energy every single time so it's it's so comforting and she's that's so good for your mental health to have somebody like that yeah. it's nice um, actually to have somebody a bit removed because I mean yes. I'm thinking if if in the future, if my children rang me and said, you know, they if they were in the arts and they mm-hmm. they said something to me, I'd be like, so who was on the panel? So how many Barbie yeah, girls? You yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. What song? Um... Sorry, how many other girls were there? And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and actually, that's okay, probably well, not okay, very I'll, healthy. I'll make a call. I'll make a call. <laughs> <laughs> So um, probably not very, uh, not very healthy, but I love that with a little bit of disconnect with the mum. It's great from the industry yeah, it's nice. because it's, nice. it's, it's actually just like, yeah, I'll come home now and have a cup of tea. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you got any go-to warm-ups vocal wise? Um, we love a siren. Uh, love a siren. I just, we, that's just always my go-to. Um, I have this like little, um, my vocal teacher like sent me like a little like warm-up and I've been like doing those mm. and um they've been really helping my voice these vocal exercises that she gave me I just use them all over and over again now so I'm gonna have to pick your brains about what exercises oh, they are absolutely afterwards <laughs> yeah for sure yeah. um do you have any food or drink that you have before or you won't have before 
what I will have before I'm like a big like herbal tea drinker I am literally on my like fresh ginger tea with a squeeze of lemon and honey like I will literally drink that to the cows come home um is there anything that I I know that this is like people are like on and off about like dairy you know like they they say like not to but I I don't know how true it is but I just feel like maybe I should just not because it does make your voice quite yeah like, mm. so I do try and avoid it Um, but yeah, definitely like tea is my go-to. I love a good cup. Of, well, I've, we've got our teas here. So yeah, we're prepared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love tea. No, that's great. Um, fabulous. And are you an early bird person or do you cut it fine? Cut it fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite terrible. I, I actually, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. But I remember when I was, when I was going to auditions, I was literally just like, hey, I'm here. Oh. <laughs> Let's go. Mm. Mm, oh, uh, it, is that just are you that in real life, like in your day to day life? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm again. I'm trying my best to get better at it. And do you know what? Even even when I'm trying my best to make it on time, I will leave like a good like hour earlier or something. And this is like in my everyday life. Mm. I will somehow still end up like power walking to wherever I'm supposed to go and I'm still cutting it fine. Like the other day I went to go see a friend's show and I literally realized that I went the wrong direction on the tube. Oh, so no. I had to go <laughs> the other way and I'm literally like sprinting to go see my friend's show. So, oh no. I know. I the know. universe needs to catch up with you on that one. The universe <laughs> needs to be there for you and not I actually I actually heard something recently that was something like um, you know, oh maybe maybe it was RuPaul who said it. Like he was something like he, he used to say like he was like addicted to being late. So like so now he makes sure that he's always like extra extra early. And I think that like I'm in that same mindset. Even though like I want to be there early, there's still something in me that's the like no. But I, it's, I'm trying my best, all right? Universe, all right? Listen. Listen, it. okay? She wants to be on time. <laughs> to be honest, though, I do think you can be too early and then you're, yeah. it makes you even worse. Yeah, yeah. Because you're literally just sitting there and you're... Yeah, you're getting... Thinking, and you're yeah. nervous, you start overthinking. Yeah. yeah. Before an audition, I'm just nervous anyway. So no matter what yeah. happened, <laughs> I would feel Very the true. same. Uh, do true. you have, final question for this round, do you have a go-to song? Um, I usually, I will sing, um, I have like three that are like, like on rotation, but I feel like mm. I should definitely change them up. But, um, I have, um, Home from the Wiz. I love that song. And yeah. I and... can't wait to see the Wiz, by the way. It, it, I just oh, yes, love... I know. Oh my gosh. I yes, love that classic. show. Oh my yeah. God. It's yeah. so good. So good. I mm. love it. I just oh, think it's, it's just beautiful. Amazing beautiful mm. vocal arrangements I love it yes. um gotta yes. see that uh yeah. sorry carry on no it's all good so um uh and then say if I'm feeling um spicy and my vocal range can actually get it to there on that day I'll sometimes do I'm here from the color purple but like that is like I have to I have to work on that guy uh, <laughs> um, but I remember like I I would sing like snippets of it and it would be a good time and then Beautiful the other song. one um 
I'm just going to leave those as my two, actually. Yeah, great yeah, options. Those, I love yeah. those. Love those songs. Fantastic. Do you find that they're um, that they you can work them into whatever character you're you're doing, or have you found that there's been times where you're like, no, they just don't work? I think there have been times where I found that they mm. don't work. I think um, because both of those songs are very ballady and slow. And, you know, if you're going for like a contemporary or like a pop rock, then you'll probably have yeah. to go for something a bit different. Um, so not yet, not every time, not every time. But um, I think it, it those two are very good in terms of showing off range and um, character. Yeah, which is fun. Yeah, I love I love both both choices. Absolutely beautiful. Fabulous. You've passed. There was no buzzer involved no buzzer. in that round. You are through. We're gonna go to story time again now <clears throat> before we play our final game. I would love to know your standout audition story. It can be good, it can be bad, it can be wonderful, exciting, hilarious, or maybe just your favourite audition process. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I, there's two that stick to mind. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. they're both bad, but... Oh, um, <laughs> that's okay. They're quite funny. Um, so one happened recently it was like one of my like first auditions since and like everything's like opening up and um but I had I was TAing that week and I also had like a few self tapes that week and I was just like stumped like I was just like exhausted I was like tired I was like oh just drained and I had this audition to go to and uh, I won't say I won't say what show it was um but I had, they gave me quite a lot of material as well so not only had to do this like all this material for the self-tape and I was working uh, I had to learn this material for this audition so then I go into the into the room mm. and they're like they're really friendly and like hey Sean I'm like hi how are you they're like good how are you I'm like oh I'm good and they're like oh so we sent you the material I was like yep and he, they were like how did you find it and all I could say was yep <laughs> I was like, why did you say that? Why did you say that? You don't say that when you're in audition. It was... Oh, no. And I was like, well, they're definitely not hiring me now because I probably think I think the material is terrible. So. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did? What was their reaction? They, they like... laughed. They, they laughed. laughed. Oh. Which is very thankful. They literally just laughed. And, you know, um, it was fine. And, you know, they... they the people who cast it have seen me for other things afterwards yeah. so it's not like I'm on their bad list no, but like, no. <laughs> I literally just walked out and I was like why did I say that who says that I literally was just like so tired and like I just I think it's because oh. I was so overwhelmed and I just yeah I remember coming out and I literally I think I spoke to Mel and she was like oh how did you do and I was just like I don't think I got that one <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's oh, one it's good and to hear then, you're auditioning though and getting self-tapes that's great news yeah oh my god I know yeah. I know obviously the actual the actual reality of it is that you are totally overworked and swamped with things to remember yeah. and learn and I can understand yes. and like empathize with how stressful that is but great yeah. to hear that you have absolutely you literally just have to like I literally have to keep saying that because you know that's not happening for a lot of people after, after no. the pandemic it's not it's still hard and if you thought it was competitive before it's like so yeah. competitive right now yes yeah. so again i i have to literally be so grateful i'm so 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 grateful um and then my other one 
um, was, um, should I say the show? I don't know if I should say the show. No, you don't have to say the show. That's fine. Um, it was for a show I really wanted anyway. It was for a show I really wanted. And I remember like practicing for like so long. I was literally just like nailing it. And like, I was just like, okay, good. Like I've got this, I've got this. And obviously when I came into the room, I was like absolutely nervous. And then I sang my song and I cracked. And I was like, and I ended up being like, so hard on myself oh, no. because I was like I was like oh, I really wanted this like I and you know like I I was quite hard on myself but um I think something that like helped me was just like because I think like the worst that can happen is that you know they say no like yeah. you're not gonna die yeah 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 you know, something yeah. else will come up and you could be seen again but I think yeah, something again with us in the theater we're so hard on ourselves yeah we are yeah so we expect perce forward. perception mm -hmm. perfection I mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we, we're so hard on ourselves we expect like us to be like top-notch every single time we're very self-critical and I think I was very self-critical at that point but um I think that's another thing that I'm like trying to learn to do is it should just be like it happened it's gone it's in the past yeah also it's hard to do it is it is and learning. and you are right the worst thing they can say is no mm. and it's it's, it's yeah. a no today but maybe not for the future right um, precisely my mine one of my um most painful probably the most difficult no and they said mm. painful like it was the end of my end of my life it wasn't the end of my <laughs> life but it was a very difficult no was so, it yes the yeah. next year so you know you just right, you, exactly don't know. yeah you don't know um yeah and I think we're very very resilient because after probably yes. the the night or the day or day or 24 hours you're like okay mm. on to the next one Exactly. Um, exactly and to be honest if you were getting auditions every single day you'd quickly forget about that audition wouldn't you mm, yeah um, yeah so yeah I, I think um oh I think we are ex incredibly hard on ourselves oh absolutely. Um, but anything you're bad you know you're you said they were bad I'm do using my air quotation yes. um but they're very normal things that happen you know you say yes. something or you crack or you know uh, it's mm. very normal I, I want to know about your audition process for the lovely Debbie O'Brien for Dirty mm. Dancing was it a long process was it a good few rounds uh thankfully it wasn't too long I remember going in and um and singing they asked for two songs um, and that was um, Magic Moment and Time of My Life. And um, they were like, oh, that, that's great. Can you come in again? And I was just like, yeah, absolutely. And then came in and they just asked for the same things again. And that was, that was, that was it. Like, I was, wow. it, was only two, it was only two rounds. And that was like my first big job. So wow. I, I was, again, so, so, so grateful. Amazing. Um, it's again I, I still can't even believe it now and I'm like not even doing it anymore yeah no that's amazing I would I would love all auditions to be like that yeah yeah I wanted to ask you as well I mean I kind of know the answer to this from my own experience and I I did when I did keep dancing and then they went back on tour I was asked mm. to do it again but people often ask me about re-auditioning for for parts and shows I think it's just really interesting to get other people's perception um, and mm. stories on it so with Dirty Dancing did you have to re-audition for the European tour or um, were you asked no back? I didn't no yeah I was asked back for for that one and again again I have to be very grateful because like again another great opportunity because I got to travel 
I know it was just one place, but uh, very grateful. Very grateful for the one yeah. night. No, brilliant. Absolutely. Great. Yeah. Put it on the CV. European yeah. door tick. Literally. <laughs> Well, I hope that goes back out for you. I think it's it's really great to hear um, people's stories about going on uh, the same tour again, you know, a year later mm. or whatever. I think it's really, really mm. helpful because every show is different. Um, Absolutely. So different. Um, yeah. Definitely. Amazing. So story time is over for now. And now it is time. <laughs> that was a bit of an abrupt end. Story no, time is it. over, Sean. And it's over. <laughs> We're now going to play our final game and it's called Never Have I Ever. No, it's called Have oh. You Ever? Have You Ever? Okay. Uh, and it's basically a list of questions. There's four uh, that I ask you and you just tell me if you have and a little story mm. around it, if uh, it is appropriate. <laughs> not, not that you're going to tell an inappropriate story. <laughs> um, so the first question I'd really like to know because I'm always interested about this and I've never asked this on the podcast before. Obviously, when you're on tour, there's some venues where if you got called in for an audition, you could probably do it, you know, like Bromley mm. or Milton Keynes mm, or something yeah. like that. Um, have you ever had to audition while you're on tour? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I have actually. Yeah. It's very, yeah. it's a stressful one, isn't it? Yeah, oh, it can be I, so stressful. I oh, wouldn't. Gosh. I, I I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, yeah, I yeah, do I don't, no, I have, I have done it, but I in the long run, I don't think I would recommend it uh, to any of the singers out there. Um, but yeah, it's quite, it's it's stressful, isn't it? I mean, now mm. we've got Zoom and um, we've got great camera phones. So yeah, like, oh my I'm, gosh, that's so thankful. Yeah. So maybe that could be an option going forward now. Yes. I don't know. I'm not a casting director, but I'm just thinking, you know. If you... I think it's so normalised now, isn't it? I feel like we, I've like there's been so many Zoom auditions or like calls or and self tapes. Mm. I think it's yeah, it should be so normalised at this point. I hope yeah. anyway. Yeah, crossed. I think it'd be great mm. for a first round to just uh, even mm. for the production team not having to spend on a room, like just yeah. Like oh that, gosh, that, yeah. that would cut some, money. cut some corners. Not that I'm a producer. Mm. Um, <laughs> have you um, auditioned, following on from your dream role comments, have you mm. ever auditioned for a dream role before? Yes, I have. Yeah, I've, I have I auditioned for Hamilton and I auditioned for um, Prince of Egypt. And again, like you, you put that pressure on yourself yeah. because you like, you want it to, to be good. But, um, you know, like you were saying before, maybe it's just like not your time. And, you know, yeah. maybe in a year's time, there'll be a yes. So, yeah. and, and again, I, th I think now, I think before I wouldn't have seen it that way, but I think now I can see it as like, it's such an experience and you're being seen. I, I literally just have to, like take a step back and just be like, I'm so grateful that I'm being seen. I know I keep talking about yeah, gratitude, yeah. but like, honestly, I, I'm just like so thankful because mm. like you were saying, like I, I'm, I felt like I haven't gone the traditional route with like where I am. So I literally am just like counting my blessings that I'm even like at the place where I am because it just feels surreal. Amazing. Oh, thank you so much, no, Harriet. No, thank you. you. No, I'm, I, I love it. I think it's brilliant because there's not a lot of help for like young actors and performers, I don't think at school, there's not mm. a lot of sort of career path chats. It, it's very much like yes. you've yeah. got to have a plan B and you can yeah. either do drama at uni or drama at 
drama school um mm-hmm. but it's great to hear you I've had Sejal Kashwala on the podcast and she did music at university mm. like us and went into it that way and then yes so it's great I, I think it's great everybody's stories are different um I've got yes. another question for you about timing have you ever been late <laughs> to an audition yeah have I been late I think I think I have but like I don't think it's been like monstrously late I no. think it's literally been like cutting it by like five minutes or something like like I think I think that's like the as much as it's been I don't think I've been like half an hour or no something like that ever no that would really stress me out I actually almost would be yes. like do I go in if I'm 45 yeah. minutes yeah <laughs> absolutely oh my gosh like yeah I don't think I've been that late but like yeah just like maybe like a few minutes yeah and they're always like running late anyway yeah aren't they? So. yeah they're quite forgiving when it when it's that I don't think it mm. was if it was like a bit longer than but when it's just a few minutes yeah yeah anywhere um have you ever had last question a super last minute audition and if so how last minute was it Oh, so for for Mr. Tipsy, that was really last minute. Mm-hmm. So I actually had to do a self tape for for it, but I um I thought it was gonna be I thought the self tape was supposed to be on like a Sunday, but then I actually got told it's actually for tomorrow. So I was like, oh, oh, okay. So then I had to like quickly like get a song done, sent mm-hmm. um sent it off, and yeah, thankfully then they they I got called in like three days later to go in to do an in-person so yeah that was like really like wow that's quick yeah it was really 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 quick (laughs) some of them are crazy aren't they when you get like 24 hours to submit three songs oh my gosh yeah cool thanks okay i've got i have all that space yeah in my head oh my god i know they just wanted the one song but yeah i don't know what i would do if they asked for like three my gosh Surely that's illegal. (laughs) Okay, before we go, lovely, I just need you to sign us off with some advice. So just you've given so much already, but like one piece of advice that you think our listeners would really benefit from, whether it's something that you're that you've learned or you've got all I can't speak. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean can we have some advice please <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got you I got you thank you um for anyone that's listening I think the number one thing that I've definitely learned is literally just to be yourself I think when you turn up and you show out and you're being authentic people will see that and they will love it and I think that you should if you if you want something just go for it and you know don't put yourself in that box like just really put yourself out there and you know like no one job is like a small job there's no small roles that they always say and it's so true because you're like gaining that experience just you know keep pushing and keep going because I guarantee you if you love what you do you'll get that I swear love that wow I got buzz oh (laughs) my god Oprah is here and the sun came out as you were saying it on your face as well. I was like, this, this is wonderful. Another holy moment oh of the day. Uh, Sean, you've been amazing. What a great first recording for season three. Thank you so much. If Thank you, you so much mind, for having me. No, you're welcome. It's so lovely to see you. And if you don't mind, please, could you just end the podcast by saying, thanks, that's all for today. And then we'll wrap. Of course. Thanks. That's all for today.
Woohoo!